on, everybody? Welcome to Film Code. My name is Phoenix Fountain, yo. We're joined with the full cast of Film Code. Joining us, of course, Mr. Zach Sneef. Zach, how are you, sir? Good, man. Uh, been off the past couple weeks, so glad to be back. Glad to talk about the Oscars here. Glad to give my thoughts. Um, really excited to talk about it. Yeah, just happy to be here, man. Absolutely. And, of course, joining us, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Brandon. How are you, sir? I'm good, Phoenix. It is good to be back. It's crazy how these Oscar seasons are basically sneaking up on us now, <laughs> trying to f- focus on some 2022 films. But like, I guess 2021 isn't over yet because all these Oscar nominated films are coming out now uh, to talk about. But um, it's funny, we uh, for, for those who were just listening, um, we, we had a bunch of just moonfall discussion earlier, right before we started recording. So we were just <laughs> laughing our butts off about it. But yeah, um, um, I will say this is if Moonfall ever gets nominated for an Oscar next year, I am done watching movies. I will retire <laughs> watching movies. Oh, man. It stands a good chance, though. I'm not going to lie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Phoenix, Phoenix, how are you, buddy? I'm great, man. Uh, ready to, to talk about this. Uh, I've had a few days to calm down <laughs> a little bit uh for my my feelings about the oscars i'm still gonna rant but make no mistake about it i'm gonna save that for the end because that's where all my anger is, is is held right now um so oscars have 23 categories we are not gonna talk about three of them because we have not seen the shorts so uh best of luck to to the filmmakers on the short films um so we will discuss the other 20 uh starting with uh visual effects and your nominees this year for visual effects were dune free guy no time to die shang chi and spider-man no way home a couple of things in this category this is the uh only nomination for spider-man no way home so those people who were hoping for best picture nod unfortunately did not happen. So Spider-Man gets in on visual effects. Same thing with Shang-Chi. This, I believe, is the only category Shang-Chi is nominated in as well. Um, Any surprises or standouts for you guys here? Any snubs? Zach? Uh, First, surprise, uh, free guy. (laughs) Listen, if you listen to this podcast, you know very well my thoughts on Free Guy, and in no in no way, shape, or form should it be nominated for anything in my personal opinion. Hey, now Zach, with that I'm being sure. said, listen, listen, I, you guys know how I feel. I'm not gonna get into it. It'll take too much time. That being said, Eternal should be in there over Free mm. Guy. Eternals got snubbed. Mm. I'm upset about Eternals not being in there for the visual effects. I think visual effects is a great thing for Eternals to have gotten nominated for. Mm. Regardless of how other people felt about the movie, the visual effects were on point. Um, I, I would rather see that over Free Guy, personally. Um, I'm just saying. <laughs> you guys um, know I how I feel about Free Guy. I freaking love that movie. <laughs> like, four times in theaters, baby. And, and we'll get the DVD when it drops. because It already much. dropped. Oh, well, I'm going to get it. Like, I freaking love Free Guy. I thought it, it was dropped amazing. like three months ago. I'm, I'm late to the party. I don't care. But when I when I see it, I'm getting it because I love that movie. Uh, the one surprise I will say here, which is kind of 
um, threw me for a loop is I did not, uh, I expected Godzilla versus Kong. I really did. I thought, oh, I thought yeah. that that would definitely sneak in here. Um, and yeah, kind of shocked it didn't. I'm like, because I mean, especially when you look at like the faces of both Kong and Godzilla, like what they were able to do with that. I mean, I was really impressive. So I'm like, I'm a little shocked that that Godzilla versus Kong is in here. That's the one surprise for me. What Brandon, what about you? As far as oh, I, first of all, I want to say is Zach, you officially have to acknowledge that Free Guy is an Oscar-dominated film. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um it, it's funny because like Spider-Man and um Shang-Chi getting no- nominations, which I, I'm fine with because like MCU films do need do deserve more credit than they're due than do at the Oscars, the Academy. It doesn't do it much for me though if it's in the in the anime like in the um, CGI category because it's just a lot of things that visual effects. It's just things we've already seen in other Marvel films, you know. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't do much for me. Like no matter how great the movie is, because I love both Shang Chi and um, No Way Home, but it, it doesn't do it much for me as far as okay, one or the other would deserve it. Is I I forget in the lineup is Dune no, Dune's nominated right? Of course it is. Yeah. I can see I can see Dune taking this. Yeah, uh, I think you know it's nice that Free Guy is an Oscar nominated film, but I don't I don't think we're we're kidding ourselves here. This is Dune's like like no questions asked, right? Oh, hundred like, <laughs> percent. Anyone who's seen Dune knows Dune deserves this award. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that that one's sort of a. <laughs> yeah that was a done deal because i'm pretty sure dune is, is you seen that at imax i mean you just you're not going back to anything else man yeah, as yeah. far as visual effects so that was that was amazing yeah all right can, so can we talk real fast we're going to the next category can we talk about speaking of dune the 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 guy leslie jones i think it was his name reading off the nominations yesterday on the live stream <laughs> i can't believe how he? badly he butchered denny villeneuve's name he said he Denu said Vinod. he said uh, he was like the 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 move i'm like what <laughs> and he didn't just do it once he did it twice yeah when they were reading the best pictures category mm. at the end he did it a second time I'm like, are you freaking kidding me <laughs> Which is funny to me because I'm like, there are several other uh, directors and, and people nominated whose names are like way more difficult. <laughs> but, but, you know, messed up on Denis Villeneuve. It's okay. Uh, so next category is production design. And your nominees are, of course, Dune, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, Tragedy of Macbeth, and West Side Story. I first off want to say, I'm so happy to see West Side Story on here. Like, so happy. Uh, I, like, I'm in another critics group and we're, we're debating our nominees right now. And West Side Story's losing, <laughs> like production design. Right now it's losing. And I'm just like, how? <laughs> like, like that, that movie's production is ridiculous. Just look at America scene alone, like, Come on, man! Yeah. It's, it's it. it I, I, I'm sorry, like, and I'm not even the biggest fan of West Side Story, but like, I recognize that the production design on that movie is really impressive. Uh, right. Zach, what about you? Uh, yeah, man. Honestly, um, I'm gonna have to say, um, out of these, 
West Side Story is a great production design. I'm really happy, honestly, to see that on here. Um, yeah, I think they did a great job. Um, I will say, I personally think Belfast was also a great production design, mm. in my opinion. As far as production design goes, I do think Belfast should have been recognized for that. Now, however, I haven't seen, I do have to say, I haven't seen Nightmare Alley or Power of the Dog or really the full movie of Tragedy of Macbeth. So I can't really speak to those. Um, I haven't seen them. Those are the very, those are the few I missed. Um, so I can't really speak to those. But I do remember Belfast. That was great. I can't compare I, it to what's here. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Belfast was the sixth film up. For right. Uh, yeah. Right. Right. I could, I could totally see that. Um, the one that <clears throat> kind of shocks me is, is Tragedy of Macbeth, um, only because like it's so noticeable that they're shooting this on a soundstage and they have so few locations and it feels very boxed in. And because it's in black and white, a lot of like, you know, the showy parts of production design, you don't really get to see in this movie. So it was, it was a little like for me, I'm like, I see it, but I'm at the same time, I'm like, I don't know if this one belongs there. Like, and I'm not the biggest fan of Belfast either, but I would have taken this one out for Belfast because I, I just think the production on that is a little bit better. Brandon, what about you? Um, see, as far as snubs, I can't really see anything. I mean, House of Gucci was, they had a lot of good sets. I wouldn't nominate it in production design though. So like House, House of Gucci would be something that I would have done as a runner-up, even though I don't, I don't think it should have been nominated. Um, but as far as production design goes in, in the nominees, Dune was good, but they used a lot of CGI, um, a lot of like animated backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, Nightmare Alley, they had a great production design, even though I wasn't too keen on the movie. Mm-hmm. They had a great production design. It was, it, it's... It's it, I want to say a period piece, but it was it's supposed to take place in what the 1910s, 1920s, and they they all things considered, they did well with it. I would um, I would probably go with Nightmare Alley in this one. I, I would I, I would too. I think um, the production design in it is pretty pretty impressive. See, I I'd, I'd say I I agree with that, but then I rewatched I rewatched a little bit of West Side Story last night. I'm like, you how how can you choose any different? West Side (laughs) Stories, like even like you said, the America scene, Mm -hmm. just I love that so much. But hell, even the opening of like during like the prologue, Mm -hmm. it's great. And then when they start like when they start singing that singing the Jet song and they're just like walking around town, how can you not love that? (laughs) But um, tragedy Macbeth, I I can see how they're gonna how they might get it on technicality because like yeah. They're purposely filming on like a, like a little soundstage because that's what they're trying to portray is literally it's just a, a, a telling of a play. Power of the Dog, I I need to see that film to really speak on it, but I just don't I don't see that getting a win. Yeah, that's a little bit of a shock for me. Um, like Power of the Dog in production, like. Have you I, seen it, Phoenix? I, I have seen it, and um, I'm like, you know, this is always a, this is always a tough one for me. I'm like, what? what's the difference between production and, and location, right? Like to me, Power of the Dog is more about location, where they shot, as opposed to like specific sets. I know like they definitely designed <clears throat> maybe the house, maybe like a couple, maybe the barn or something like that. But for the most part, this is really about like 
where they shot as opposed to like any design. So like for me, it's a weird one seeing this one here. Um, but you know, whatever. I, I really don't think it stands a, a chance. Um, I think West Side Story takes this, if not Nightmare Alley. Um, I could even see Dune taking it. So like this one's a bit of a toss up. Uh, Zach, which one are you going with? So, I mean, it's not really fair for me to say because I haven't seen three out of five of these. So right. for me, it would be West Side Story, um, unfortunately. Um, I'm a, I, didn't, I mean, I watched some of Tragedy Macbeth and I definitely see what you guys are saying as far as like you can you can tell within the first 10 minutes what yeah. what it's like. And I've, I've seen at least that much. So, um, yeah, so I've seen I would say two and a half of these to be fair. Um I would still go West Side Story from what I've seen. Now Nightmare Alley, I can't speak on, unfortunately. I haven't seen it. So so one movie like I, I went to see and then did not see. <laughs> so I can't. It's because Spider-Man came out around that time. Right, right. I saw that so many times. So. <laughs> but yeah. Brandon, what about you? Which one are you sticking with? On, on an early prediction, because we'll probably do like our actual like picks um i guess a few days before the oscars or even when you come down we'll like do we can do like a live telecast or something nice but um currently for me right now i gotta go with west side story nice yes um it's a toss-up between west side story and nightmare alley for me but i'd rather go with west side story all right i think we're all pretty much in agreement there all right so this next category i know these guys are probably not that fluent in <laughs> so i'll probably i'll probably know most about this one but that's uh best international feature and you have uh drive my car from japan flee from denmark the hand of god from italy uh lunana a yak in the classroom from Bhutan, and the worst person in the world from norway i have seen four out of five of these movies <laughs> Uh, I love international features. I'm in an international critics group. I kind of have to watch these, <laughs> like, just for where I'm at. Um, brief, I'll give it like a brief synopsis of each. Flea is an animated documentary. Uh, you're going to see it pop up in animation and in documentary later. Um, about a, one guy's, a refugee's journey from, um, from Afghanistan to Denmark and his life and his story. That's what Flea is. Um, Drive My Car from Japan is an epic about grief and about this car. I still haven't actually finished Drive My Car, but it's so far, it's it's a pretty impressive film. Um, Hand of God is Italy. It's about this one kid's journey to becoming a man and to be deciding that he wants to become a filmmaker. Uh, through that process, we meet his family and the hijinks that they go on. It's a it's a really interesting film, I would say, for like the first hour, and then it loses a lot of steam after that. Um, and of course, the worst person in the world. I can't say enough good things about the worst person in the world. I love that movie. A tremendous, tremendous screenplay. Uh, great acting. Renato Runcive, Anders Danielson Lee. I, I love that movie. It, it's about a woman coming to grips with uh, her life choices at the worst possible time. <laughs> it's a great film. It's a great film. I highly recommend watching these films if you have not seen them. But uh, for me, considering that 
Drive My Car is the one that has a Best Picture nomination, I'm going to assume that Drive My Car is what's going to win here. I, I agree with you there. I want, I'm going to sit down and watch all of these films because I plan to see every single Oscar-nominated film this year before, um, before the Oscars. But I feel like it's going to be another Parasite situation where Parasite was nominated for Best Picture, but it was also nominated for um, Best International uh, Feature Film. I think Drive My Car is going to take international because it's in the best. But to be fair, Minari was in both categories again last year. Mm. And Minari did not get either of them. Either, yeah. So, so. yeah. Zach, what about you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen any of them. So uh, yeah, I'm going I'm to stay out of this one. All right. um, I, will pro- I will watch them, um, of course, before the Oscars. Probably like Brandon's saying. I want to be involved with this and keep up with it. Um, so I will be doing that. But as of right now, um, I really, really have no thoughts or opinion. I just kind of have to wait and watch them. All right. All right. So let's move on to cinematography. Uh, cinematography is my personal favorite category out of the technicals. I don't know why. I just love it. It's something I always point out in movies. And your nominees are, wow, pretty much the same as production. You got Dune, Nightmare Alley. Power of the Dog, Tragedy of Macbeth, and West Side Story. They're the exact same as production. The, the exact same as production. So, what, what categories is I'm blowing it up? Uh, cinematography. Okay. So, Dune. Nightmare I have a lot Alley. to say on this. <laughs> Go for it. Where is no time to die? Ooh. Thank you. Oh. Where is no time to Good die? Point. Are you kidding me? Good point. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I mean, yes. Okay. Like I said before, I've seen about two and a half of these movies. Mm-hmm. But if Nightmare Alley and Power Dog Phoenix, tell me if I'm wrong, if they beat No Time to Die, I mean, even Dune, I mean, Dune is questionable. I mean, it, it's like right there. Right. It's, a, it's like, you know, it, but even, uh, you know how much I love West Side Story. Mm hmm. I think No Time to Die takes a cake over West Side Story. Mm. For cinematography, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. See, see, I'd like to say that, but then I rewatch. I mean, I, and then you go watch it, rewatch some films, uh, some scenes from West Side Story, uh, and you just see like a lot of the, just the focus shots of that. Um, I'm not going to pronounce his name. I'm sorry, but um, the way they they capture each shot. Like even even during just you know when like they cut from night of they basically go to act two it's right before the America song and the like, America scene and they just ha- they show the different shots of like of that area. Mm-hmm. I love that so much because they just show different different like shots from that area right. from like the city and it's just great. But then you look at but once again rewatch No Time to Die. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not you know discounting I mean? that at all. I'm not discounting no time to die at all. But I feel like yeah. West Side Story, as far as cinematography goes, should take this. I mean, it, when it comes to cinematography, I'm not gonna. I'm not disparaging West Side Story at all. No, like, at, all. at all. Especially like the gym scene when they're they're dancing. Oh my god, it's some great stuff. It's <laughs> some great stuff in West Side Story. But I 100% agree. No time to die should be here. I would say over nightmare alley personally i don't think that's the strongest cinematography but i will bring up one other film which is uh passing i thought 
passing was tremendous when it comes to cinematography. Um, there were about six black and white films done this year. Passing is the only one where I felt like the black and white cinematography really, really worked, like really worked, brought out everything in that story. I mean, just just painted it with like such an ideal, like if, if your grandparents were telling you a story, this is what it would look like. That's how well I thought they did the cinematography. So No Time to Die should definitely be there. I would definitely have put Passing in the running. Where um, is Last Night in Soho? Eh. <laughs> I know you don't, listen, listen, I know you don't like the movie, but you can't discredit it. The, from the, cinematography. I mean, I, I didn't think it was great. I, I, I don't think I would have nominated it. Not, I, like, I would totally have. I, I would have nominated for this. I would nominate it for editing. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm a little weird on that one. But like, as it stands, I, for me, and I know we just talked about West Side Story, but for me, I'm picking Tragedy and Macbeth <laughs> for cinematography. I think Bruno Del Bonnell's cinematography I, I picked this movie to win when I saw the trailer. That's how good <laughs> I thought of this cinematography. It was like in the trailer, I was like, oh my God, if they keep that up for the entire movie, that's fantastic. So for me, we're going black and white for the winner again, and I'm going with Tragedy and Macbeth. Brandon, where you at? I got to go with West Side Story. Yeah, I'm with Brandon on this. <laughs> West Side Story for based on the nominees. I can totally see I can totally see that happening. All right. So let's move on to best original song. Uh, love these nominees. Love them. Like really love them. I was up uh, watching the, the announcements when they happened. And very few times I got really excited when they announced these. This was one of those times I got super excited. So what your category for best original song. Right. So your nominees are Be Alive uh, from King Richard. Dos Oreguitas from Encanto, Down to Joy from Belfast, No Time to Die from No Time to Die, and Somehow You Do from Four Good Days. Um, the, one that, the one that got me really excited was Somehow You Do. I freaking love that song. Uh, Reba McIntyre kills it. Diane Warren gets her 13th nomination for Best Original Song. I think this is her fourth in a row um incredible I, it was literally one of my favorite songs of the year so I, that was the one i got super excited about i i gotta know do you think dos orguitas deserved it over any other encanto song um i would have have picked dos orguitas as the song um but i would also picked surface pressure and i would have also submitted surface pressure and we don't talk about bruno uh, yeah, you know what's absolutely with, crazy with is, you know what's crazy is I was actually looking at this yesterday because I was doing my Oscar picture with my uh, with my pub talk crew, and we don't talk about Bruno has one hundred and thirty million six hundred seventy nine thousand five hundred ninety two downloads, <laughs> just on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, it's an incredibly popular song, <laughs> an incredibly popular song, and I uh, I love it, and I'm like, and the funny thing is. It's not even my favorite song from the movie. Like, I really love Surface Pressure. That's probably my favorite. And then I would have had Dos Orguitas right underneath that. 
and we don't talk about Bruno third. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but uh, they only submitted those sort of guitas. They got the nomination, which I'm very happy for. Uh, I honestly want Lin-Manuel Miranda to win this. I do. I, I want him to win it for this. Um, great songs all around, but that's the one I'm rooting for. Zach, where you at? Well, I do want to talk about snubs here. Okay. Uh, America, West Side Story. <laughs> not yep, an original yep, yep. song. Not yeah, an, I mean, yeah, yeah, it is not an original not song. Not an original it song. It is not. Because West Side Story is literally just a... a, a oh, what? Okay. Fair. Okay. <laughs> fair um, all right. Yeah, I, I see. Okay. Um, never mind. Disregard what I just said. Edit that little part out there. Um, anyways. So, no, my thoughts on original songs, though, um, honestly, out of these, I would have to go with No Time to Die. Um, Mm -hmm. That would have been my first pick. Anyways, I I think that's a great song. Um, And then when I remember Nathan talking about it, too, uh, when we did that episode, and yeah, I I re-listened to it, and yeah, it was was awesome. I love the No Time to Die song. Oh, it's a great song. (laughs) Yeah. And honestly, like, I, I do think she could still take it, you know, Bond songs are pretty hard to beat, but right. because it came out so early and the movie came out so early, I don't know. I think there's room for for an upset there. And like I said, I'm I'm rooting for Del Sota Gitas. Um, that's where I'm at. I will bring up this, even though that I don't think it stood a chance. But uh, I don't know if either of you got around to seeing Bell, the the, the yes. animated movie. Yes. Oh my. God, the music in that <laughs> the music it was in that fantastic. is so good. Like so now, is that so a 21 good. or a 22 film? You know what? I don't know. Cause it came out really early 2022, but I feel like a lot of people saw it in 2021. So I don't know where it landed on their radar, but for me personally, man, uh, that thing could have taken it all. I, re- <laughs> I really enjoyed it. They they need to start like I, I wish that they would start like in including anime films like that yeah because they, they they mainly do the mainstream like disney pick uh, disney pixar dreamworks illuminations that's what they do nowadays and it like it's it's fine i like it but i wish they would start including like studio ghibli with studio mm-hmm. a lot of these like lesser known animation studios that'd be great absolutely All but right. um, as far as original song goes um I, this is where I wish that Tick Tick Boom was an original story. Like, like it, it feels weird because like it's weird because Jonathan Larson, his story is really tragic, and like I love the song Thirty Ninety. It's my favorite song from the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I wish it was able to get nominated. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. Not, same thing with America. Just not an original song, but yes, yeah. if there was like an adapted song category. 100 percent 100 all right currently oh, because i i didn't get my oh go yet, but i'd like to choose no time to die by by billy eilish i don't think it'll get chosen though like because mm. the song itself is great but when you combine it with the sequence it just makes it even better like the opening sequence it's oh, even yeah. better yeah but the song by itself is just okay it's great but it's not it's nothing as special as like i still need to see Encanto or um i still need to see in four good days in uh belfast be alive was really good yeah 
Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's move on to documentary feature. I don't know how well these guys are versed in documentaries. I've nope. of course Never. seen four out of five of these as well. Uh, so your nominees are Ascension, Attica, Flea, Summer of Soul, and Riding with Fire. Uh, the only one I haven't seen is Riding with Fire. Uh, literally, I never even heard of that one. Um, but Ascension, I watched. Um, not a favorite of mine. A little bit too artsy for my taste. It's not even like, you know, how most documentaries have interviews and stuff like that. This one doesn't have that. It's sort of just imagery and focusing on people in different backgrounds. I, I, I could barely make it through it. So like for me, that's not a, that's not a favorite of mine. Um, Flea, we talked about earlier, was an animated documentary. I really enjoyed it. Um, I think this is where it has the strongest chance to win um, because I think as a documentary, it's just, it works a lot better than, than particularly as a film or as an animated movie. Um, Summer of Soul was incredible. Um, I'm actually not that high on it, but it was good. It was basically about the concert that took place in Harlem at the same time as Woodstock. So it's a great film if you're just into like music documentaries and you get a lot of music out of it. I just thought that it was weirdly edited. So it kind of took me out too early before I really got into it, um, but I enjoyed it. For me, my pick is Attica. Uh, Attica is, it tells the story of the prison riot that happened at Attica prison in the 1970s. And it's dark, <laughs> like it's really dark. And, you know, it's hopeful for, for much of it, but then that the, the third act and how it is resolved is, is really ugly. And it's probably the worst of humanity that you've ever seen. And, and it's a true story, like this actually happened. So like for me, just the way the story is told, the way it's built in the editing, the, the interviews, everything like that. I feel like Attica is the most realized documentary out of all of these. That's where I'm at with it. I, I think either Flea or Summer or Soul actually takes it, but my personal vote would be for Attica. I'd like to agree with you when I, if I eventually see these documentaries over the next couple months. Yeah, I highly recommend Attica. Um, but it, it's going to be a hard watch. All right. <laughs> um, let's move on to animated feature. Uh, your animated feature nominees are Encanto, Flea, Luca, Mitchells versus the Machines, and Raya and the Last Dragon. Any surprises or snubs here, Brandon, that you see? Hold on up. Animated feature film. Um, I'd like to say yes. I just can't remember what all... And it, what all animated films that came out last year? Because um, I saw uh, John Wrong was one. Um, there was Sing Two. Sing Two. There was Boss Baby. Boss uh, Baby. Come on. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, See, but this is this is like this is one of the this is a category that I was talking about that just Disney, Pixar, DreamWorks, and Illuminations. They always take it. Like three out of the five of these are literally Disney. Yeah. So um, mm -mm. I'm excited to see. Uh, I haven't seen Encanto. I actually, the only one I've seen out of this uh, list so far is Ray and the Last Dragon. 
so, so I've seen Encanto and Raya, and I can say I liked Raya better personally what? than Encanto. <laughs> I did not like Encanto as much as I liked Raya in the last Dragon. I really loved that movie. I, I loved it too. I'm not gonna lie. I really, I really enjoyed yeah. it. Um, I haven't seen Luca, which is weird. I, I, I thought I would have seen Luca by now, to be honest. Um, and I, yeah, I haven't seen Fleer, the Mitchells versus, versus Machine, so I'm gonna have to look at those. Um, See, I, I'm, I'm just glad that Phil Lord and Christopher Miller got nominations for things again because, yeah, they, they they're got, the guys they, behind. They've they the guys behind Spider Verse, right? Yeah, yeah, they've been snubbed over the past few years, so I'm glad that about that. Yeah, I mean, I I have seen all of these. Um, okay. I I really really liked Ryan the Last Dragon. I really liked Luca. I did not care for Mitchell's versus the Machines. I I thought it was okay. It's just like. I, I didn't think it like it got a lot of hype coming out uh, after it dropped, and I just thought it was a bit over the top. Um, I loved Encanto, <laughs> like like absolutely adored Encanto. I thought it was amazing, great story, great animation. For me, it, like I I would love to see Raya take this because I think like up until Encanto, Raya was my favorite animated movie of the year. But it's in Kanto for me, like, like hands down. I hope it takes it. Um, for no other reason than I just, I just really loved it. <laughs> I really loved the movie. Um, Brandon, where you said you still have to see. I still need to see four of the five of these. Okay. I need to see three of five right now between Ryan and Kanto. I, personally, I would go Raya. That's just me. Right. Um, I did like Encanto. Just not more than Raya, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go on to makeup and hairstyling. This is interesting. Oh, I have. I have. I'm pretty sure I have the winner here. <laughs> so we got Coming to America, Cruella, Dune, Eyes of Tammy Faye, and House of Gucci. Um, Zach. <laughs> No, I'm sorry, Brandon. You said you got the winner. Who who you got? Okay, so no matter how you feel about this film, um, okay, cool. All right, Cruella, Cruella would have been a runner up for me, um, in this category, um, but <sighs> this is definitely Cruella is going to definitely win costume design. House of Gucci, like I know you absolutely hate that film, Phoenix, but you, <laughs> you made they made they made Jared Leto into oh Paolo. God. He is unrecognizable in that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry, but like if you're not gonna if you're not gonna nominate Jared Leto for best supporting actor, at least let him provide some support in some kind of Oscar nominated way <laughs> from his hair and makeup. Because he like I'm not saying that he did the hair and makeup by any means, but right. like he's unrecognizable in that film. Right. Okay. Uh, Zach. Okay. <laughs> First of all, I do want to say, for me, House of Gucci would be runner-up in this mm. scenario. Now, given I haven't seen two out five of these, I'm really behind them. I didn't realize I haven't seen mm-hmm. that many. There's a lot I need to catch up on. But listen, I haven't seen, actually, I'll, I'll say I've seen two and a half of these movies. I did not see the whole thing of Cruella. I did not like that movie. I fell asleep halfway through. I thought the storyline was boring. I didn't care for it. It wasn't my thing. However, 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 <laughs> 
I will say, as far as costume design goes, like 100%, it, it deserves costume design. I can't argue that. There's no way I can really refute that. I love uh, fashion design and stuff like that. And I know like makeup and hairstyling still is different. However, what they did is, is so different. You can't not nominate that and have it win. You just, you can't do that. It, it, it deserves that. I'll, I'll give it that. What film did you say? Cruella. I, I'm going to have to disagree there. I think Cruella will definitely take costume design, but when it comes to making hairstyling, I just, I just think House of Gucci will take this. Like, coming to America, hairstyling was cool. They didn't do that much for makeup, though. Like, I don't even know why that was nominated. That film sucked. Cruella's hairstyling was... It was there was some it nice hairstyle. Really, it was really on yeah. point, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Adam Driver had the same haircut as he always does. <laughs> Aloe, they put on a bald cap, and I mean, uh, and that's you know, I am uh, I'm gonna say that coming to America would be my runner up. I do think they did some impressive stuff with the with, with the hairstyling there, but to me, this this is Cruella's like <laughs> like. This is makeup too in makeup. Yeah. makeup. Makeup and hairstyling. This is 100% Cruella's. Um, just, I mean, between Cruella and the Baroness alone, like the, the hairstyling, the makeup, come on, man. It was, it was, it was top notch. And I'm like, and you got to think they had to do different hairstyles for each dress, yeah. each, each scene. Yeah, come on, man. This is, this is over. It's Cruella's. It's Cruella's all day long. <laughs> Twice on Sunday. <laughs> All right. So let's go on to best film editing. Now, this is going to be an interesting one. We got Don't Look Up, Dune, King Richard, Power the Dog, and Tick, Tick, Boom. Tick, um, Tick, Boom. I, I, I'm sorry to cut you off here, but <laughs> if you look at the therapy sequence, oh, man, <laughs> that scene alone deserves best editing. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to be. I have to agree here. Take, take, boom, hundred percent deserves that award. Man, you guys have no idea when I was watching this, these live, and Tick, Tick, Boom was the last thing that they announced. Oh, I jumped out of my freaking seat. I was so happy because normally, when a film receives an editing nomination, it's usually getting a best picture nomination. So when I saw that, I was like, yes, it's in there. So you can only imagine my disdain later on <laughs> but yes uh tick tick boom without question should win editing um uh this is where i would say that last night in soho should be here uh um, yes like okay. definitely over don't look up i just i i'm like there there were some technical aspects in last night in soho that were just so clean both you know editing and visually just so clean and yeah they they, they dropped the ball there. Like last night, Soho should definitely be here. Um, that's the that's the one one caveat. But uh, Tick Tick Boom, I think has this, and I I hope it has this actually. All right. So, I will. Oh, I will say one other thing. One film that I'm happy to see in editing is King Richard. Um, editing sports movies is really difficult. So yeah, I will say like you know what I'm saying. If ever there's another sports movie that comes out in the next few years or so, I would expect it to get an editing nomination if it's any good, because 
like I said, editing sports is super hard. And, and the editing in that movie, man, I, I really felt for it. <laughs> like It was really intense. It made me love tennis. And I've never even watched tennis before a day in my life. So that was great. All right. So next category, best original screenplay. You have, oh boy, Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and The Worst Person in the World. What, what, what category is this? Best original screenplay. Um, okay, I found it. Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard. Uh, what was it? Licorice Pizza. Licorice the Pizza the and Worst Person in the World. I'm going to let you guys <laughs> go on this one, Brandon. I can't speak on this one because I've only seen King Richard. Ah, okay. Zach? I've seen Belfast and King Richard. Mm. So... But if I if I had to choose between the two, for me, and I'm gonna, I, this is an early prediction. I haven't seen all these movies. This is not my final prediction. Between the two, though, I would say for me, that's so hard. Um, <laughs> geez, they're two completely different movies. Totally different. I mean. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to hold off. I need to think <laughs> way more about this. Um, I really like, I, I love both of, both of those movies. So right. I'm going to hold off on that. Uh, any snubs or surprises that you see here that's something that's not here, Brandon? Last Night in Soho, I know you don't like the story, but I, I really enjoyed the story. Um, that's a tough one. I will say one that I'm shocked is not here is the French Dispatch. Um, yes. Yeah. Same with cinematography. I forgot yeah. to mention that cinematography. Yeah. The French Dispatch should have been nominated. One hundred percent. Like I really love the French Dispatch. I'm sorry, Zach. I, I, I'm sorry, bro. That that movie is amazing. I loved everything that Wes Anderson did there. It was just incredible. It was frenetic. It was just beautifully beautifully written i i i dug the hell out of it um yeah. i thought we were talking about oscar worthy stuff here exactly french dispatch <laughs> <laughs> see uh, see zach you, uh, you didn't finish like, out the film like so it. you wouldn't know i what you didn't finish out the film so you wouldn't know you didn't finish i didn't have i i finished three quarters of the film dude i finished <laughs> three quarters i finished three quarters of that film and i was very <laughs> unpleased Oh, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> I love the French Dispatch. It was amazing. Another film that I that I'm shocked is not here and actually didn't receive any uh oh Oscar nods is Mass. Um this is a uh, Fran Kranz's movie uh starring Martha Plimpton, Jason Isaacs, Ann Dowd, and Reed Burney, uh, about the parents who confront uh, the aftermath of a school shooting, tremendously well written, tremendously, and just went and well acted. I mean, fantastic movie. Go ahead, Zach. The Fallout. I think that was. Oh, you have to see it. I think that was. I think that was oh, this year, though. I think that was this year. It's no, it's twenty twenty one. The Fallout. Yeah, that's uh, actually Nathan just talked about it on uh, on our What's Good segment last week. My okay. goodness, what a great movie! <laughs> yeah. 
No, it's it, yeah, it's it's 2021. I just looked it up. Uh, that's I wasn't the one sure on that, that either. That's the one starring Jenny Ortega, correct? Yep. Uh, man. I, I really thought that I'm was upset. Cool. I'm upset. It's actually not on this list. <laughs> it, it deserves to be on this list. Um, well, you know what? To be fair, I'm not going to say that fully because I haven't seen three out of the five. Mm-hmm. I did love that movie, though. I think it should have been nominated personally, in my opinion, for original screenplay because it was so good. I liked it better than King Richard and Belfast. Mm. Wow. It's a great movie. It really wow. is. I, I, you have to see it. It's that's amazing. It's, it's ah, I, I love that movie. It was great. I'm gonna throw out two films that I knew would would never, never make this list, but I, I really would have loved it if one of them did. First is of course Free Guy. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen Free Guy on original screenplay. I think that would have been absolutely amazing because i think the i think the story is really original i i think where they went with it is great really really just great humor and you know comedies don't really do well uh but i thought it was tremendous and the other one that i know for sure would never have been here but i would have loved to have seen it is malignant i think malignant was amazing (laughs) i got i I'll, i'll agree with you on that yeah I thought I thought Malignant was amazing, really incredible, really just out there, wacky. Talk about like taking risks and just really letting them pay off. I loved it. I really thought it was a tremendous film. I knew it stood no chance of, of making it here, but it would have been a nice surprise. So the, those are the only only snubs I or surprises that I, I, I wish would have been here. But uh, overall, uh, I hate this list. <laughs> like, listen, I'll, listen. I'm if, not gonna if, lie. If, I, if, I if you don't think King Richard King Richard and Belfast? No. I I think King Richard I would I would be okay with, but it it wouldn't have made my top my personal top five. Um, Belfast, no. I, I I think Belfast is very uneventful as a screenplay. Uh, don't look up is a is an awful screenplay. Like really awful. Um, the only one here that I'm really happy with is the worst person in the world. Um, Would you have wanted Tatan to be here? Of course, of yeah. course. Tatan, yeah. Tatan, easily, ah. easily. Oh no, 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 no. Easily, Tatan. To acknowledge that film. Easily, Mass. Easily, French Dispatch. You know what I'm saying? Like there were a number, there were a number of ones that that this this thing could have replaced. And I'm sorry. Yeah, the only thing that that in here that I'm really happy for is the worst person in the world. Um, everything else, uh, I could I could care less. <laughs> like, I, I really care wish, less. I I really wish uh, French Dispatch would have been on this list. Um, yeah. The fact that it made I got zero nominations, yeah. I think, pisses me off. Yeah, that was a great film, and it got it got a lot, it got ignored. That like, don't get me wrong, I I gave it three stars. Like I, I think it's a pretty okay film, but it deserves some Oscars. Yeah. All right. So let's go on to adapted screenplay. You have Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, The Lost Daughter, and The Power of the Dog. Um, I'll 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 start this by saying I'm really pissed not to see Tick Tick Boom here. I'm really pissed off. Um, Fair. I mean, when you think about 
adapting a screenplay the, the the way that they adapted this movie this was a one-man rock monologue that got turned into a three-person play that they turned into a biopic within the three-person play like come on just just that alone this should be here i'm 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 so upset that tick tick boom is in here um especially over some of these nominees they're, they're, this is this one is better, I would say, than than original, but this is still upsetting. Like Tick Tick Boom should be here. I personally over. I've only seen Dune here. I don't know about yeah. you, Brandon. I, I I've only seen Dune as well. However, um, I think it deserves. Like, like I haven't seen any the, the others, but I think I personally think it deserves to win because if you when you look back at the 1984 version of dune mm-hmm. it was okay but it wasn't adapted as good as it is now oh yeah yeah and because especially because dune was seen that seen really as an unadaptable kind of story i'm like what villeneuve is, does with it is is ridiculous so i'm like on one hand like i'm mad that tick tick boom isn't here but i also I'm I'm pretty comfortable in the idea that Dune is taking this like like safely. As much as I enjoy Coda, as much as I enjoy driving my car, I, I think I think Dune pretty much has this one solid, um, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, or or I could see uh, Power of the Dog upset here. Actually, <laughs> can we talk about how Power of the Dog swept up twelve nominations? <laughs> I like 30 minutes into that film I, t- I fell asleep so I call it power of the nap <laughs> it was I, I remember when I watched it I was like this is okay <laughs> like, like I was like this is okay I'm like I made it through it I was like there was at least a solid half hour you could have shaved off of this movie uh like the payoff doesn't really support the runtime it was decent. I really enjoyed it. It's very atmospheric. I like what it has to say. But overall, I was like, I don't see the hype. I really don't. So like 12 nominations. I'm kind of with you there, Brandon. I was like, that that seems a bit much for, for this film. It, it's this year's Irishman. And I <laughs> hope it I hope it turns out to be like the Irishman where it just gets zero nominations, uh, zero wins. <laughs> that is because Irishman had what 11 nominations back yeah. in 2020? Yeah, like about a, I think like 10, 10 nominations and no wins. I hope it's the case with this one. All right. So let's go to original score. You have Don't Look Up, Dune, Encanto, Parallel Mothers, and Power of the Dog. This is honestly the most stacked category so far in the Oscars that I've seen. Um, and I want to say that that Dune has this in the bag, but I can't really, <laughs> because as much as I did not care that much for Power of the Dog, Johnny Greenwood's score for that movie is amazing. <laughs> like, it is really good. Um, I've been, I have been the sole champion of Alberto Iglesias' score for Parallel Mothers. I am so happy to see it's here. I freaking loved that score. That score is amazing. 
Um, I'm super happy to see Jermaine Franco here for Encanto. That is a great score. Um, I don't, I didn't like Don't Look Up and Nicholas Bertel's score is amazing. So like, this is a really great, great lineup. Really happy overall with it. Uh, if I had to pick a winner, me personally, I would pick Alberto Iglesias, but I don't see that happening. I think it's between Dune and Power of the Dog. Uh, I think you guys have only seen Dune in this category, correct? I've seen Encanto. Okay. I've only seen Dune. I I would go with Dune over Encanto. See, Dune's score was just – I didn't really care for Dune's score. It was just a bunch of, like – don't get me wrong. I freaking love Hans Zimmer, but there just wasn't – it was just a lot of, like, dark oboes <laughs> the entire film. There was a lot of that, yeah. <laughs> like, if I wanted to hear dark oboes, I'd reach out to Ludwig Gronson, you know? Mm. Mm. Like, as far as original score goes, I wish we had another year like we did with uh, 2019 into 2020. Like, we had a, a stacked score category there, but, like, I knew it was going to go to Joker. Mm. It's mm. tough to decide with this one because, like, Joker was an easy win for that one. Um, Hilda Hilda Gutenberg, I think that was her name. She did great with that. Yeah, it's tough to decide with this one. I think I think because of the name that Hans Zimmer has, it'll probably go to him. So, yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at. But I'm super just happy to see Alberto Iglesias' name there. Like, I don't know if you guys will ever get around to seeing Parallel Mothers, but I guarantee you, once you do, and you hear that score, you'll be like, yeah, I see exactly how this. Got it's that on the name. list. <laughs> the things to watch all right so let's go to best sound and you have belfast dune no time to die power the dog and west side story another one that i think tick tick boom should have joined uh should have been here as well but um i'm not too upset with this especially seeing no time to die here oh my god like I'm really happy for No Time to Die. Like, I, I did not expect it to get as many nods as it has. And I think it's it gets like, it has like three or four. Um, very happy with that. Um, the sound in No Time to Die is amazing. <laughs> like, really, really good. Um, but I, I, could, I could talk all day about all of these nominees, and it sucks because this is Dunes once again. <laughs> this is I, Dunes. I, I, if Dunes <laughs> Dune didn't come out last year, it would have easily gone to West Side Story in No Time to Die. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm with you guys. I think Dune honestly takes it. <laughs> it's like it, there there was one thing when I walked out of Dune where I was like, yeah, that's that's winning seven Oscars at mm-hmm. minimum. Like it was just like the second I walked out, I was like, yeah, between sound, visual effects, you know, designs. I'm like, yeah, Dune, Dune's walking away with a lot of technical awards, and yeah, sound sound is one of them. It it was just incredible. But I would I agree with you, uh, Brandon. If if Dune wasn't out this year, then West Side Story would definitely have a shot here. Um, because I, I literally just pulled up a scene, like I have it playing on, on my other monitor right now. Just the opening, like I'm three minutes, three and a half minutes into it, and just like every, when all like the jets are coming together, all the sound that's just going on there. It's, it's great. Yeah. It's just so realistic. Yeah. It's good stuff. All right. So we sort of talked about this one earlier, but we have to bring it up. 
Lattice Costume Design. Uh, your nominees are Cruella, Cyrano, Dune, Nightmare Alley, and West Side Story. Does anyone see anyone beating Cruella in this category? No. Okay. I, I, okay. No. I, I, Cyrano is the only film I haven't seen out of this. And don't get me wrong, the costume designing in all of these films, like I, other than, of course, like I haven't seen Cyrano and I don't know what it's about. All of these other films have great costume designing and it deserves to be in this category. But this is easily going to go to Cruella. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Maybe I'm a bit of a sci-fi nerd. I love Dune's costume design. I do too, actually. I am in love with it. Yeah. I I love futuristic stuff. I love I love all of that. Me personally, for my taste, I would say Dune. That's me. I, I I'm not discrediting Cruella at all. I think it's right up there with it. But for me, like the the way that you envision what the future of clothing looks like, the future of what people are wearing looks like on alien world like that that takes a lot of skill and not all of them look great right like, star trek are you kidding me i mean <laughs> that's like i mean red shirt blue shirt right. you know so the way that dune does costume design i can appreciate yeah i i do think it is it's still up there i do think it is a viable competition but i just don't see it like i think because Cruella came out so early in the year and it never left the conversation on costumes like at all throughout the entire year, I just don't see how you beat it. I mean, it, it could happen, but I'm really hoping it doesn't because I love that movie. And West Side Story too, like, let, I mean, I don't think they're going to win, mm -hmm. but their costumes are really great. So good. Yeah, and I'm and I'm such a fan of Paul Tays. Well, he's he's done costumes for a lot of some of my favorite movies in the past few years. Um, and and same with Walking Out of West Side Story. I was like, the costumes in there were amazing, like really really good. So I'm happy to see it here, but I, uh, yeah, <laughs> like like I'm happy to see it here, but I, my full backing is behind Cruella. All right. So you know now, what category? Sorry to randomly bring this up. You know, you know what category that they need, they need to introduce, and not a lot of people talk about this. But I saw it on Instagram today from uh, someone I follow, Julia Stunts. There needs to be a stunt category yes, in the is. Oscars. Yes, and they is. finally they finally implemented one in like the Golden Globes or somewhere. But the Golden Globes or the Emmys are somewhere. Um, but they need they really really need to implement it into. Yeah, the Emmys, the Emilys, they recognize stunt performers. They need to do this with the, the Oscars. Yeah. Because a lot of the things that happen in this in these movies nowadays can't be done without stunt performers and they need to get recognized. Yeah. I I 100 percent agree. Like the, the stunt category, uh people have made an, a, a bigger fuss about it, and I agree. I think it 100 percent should be here. Um I don't know why it isn't, like why what the holdup is. Because stunt people are incredibly valuable, like to a lot of films. But yeah, that's my only thing. But yeah, I 100% I agree. Stunt should definitely be a category at some point. All right. We are getting into the acting categories. <laughs> and this one is going to be a doozy. We kick off with Best Supporting Actor. Your nominees are Kieran Hines for Belfast, 
Troy Kotzer for Coda, Jesse Plemons for The Power of the Dog, J.K. Simmons for Being the Ricardos, and Cody Smith McPhee for The Power of the Dog. Um, let me see. Hold on. Let me look at that again. Um, have you? Did you guys see Being the Ricardos? I did. Zach, did you? Get I know. Mm -mm. Okay. Brandon, what do you think of this category? Any surprises or snubs that you see? My issue <laughs> is, I know Zach and I can speak on this. Jared Leto should have been nominated, but that uh, that's a, that's an argument for another time because <laughs> there's there's no de debating that anymore. Um, there's no use. Um, J.K. Simmons, I love J.K. Simmons. He he was great in Whiplash. He's great in a lot of the roles he's in. In this film, he was just J.K. Simmons. Exactly. Being, I, I he didn't bring much to the table, and I, I hate to say that because J.K. Simmons is an amazing actor, but he didn't do much. Like if you were to if you were to nominate J.K. Simmons, nominate him for uh, freaking J. Jonah Jameson. He was fantastic in No Way Home. Yeah. But um, I I love Jesse Plemons. I haven't seen Power of the Dog yet, but I love Jesse Plemons. So I personally would like to see Jesse Clemens finally win an Oscar. Nice. Um, I 100% agree with you about uh, J.K. Simmons. Uh, yeah, that was a J.K. Simmons has reached that point now where all he has to do really is show up. <laughs> like, like he's reached that point now where he's so good that if he just shows up, he's gonna he's gonna kill it. And you know, and he killed it. Like. Being a Ricardo's wasn't a great film, in my opinion, but like, you know, J.K. Simmons came and he was J.K. Simmons, and that's really all you needed from him anyway. Um, personally, I I was the biggest advocate for Robin DeJesus for Tick, Tick, Boom here in Best Supporting Actor. actor. Um, he really is the heart of that film, and that's one of the reasons why I was like, I, I really wanted to see him here. I would also advocate for Jason Isaacs for Mass because I thought he was tremendous in that. Um, and Andrew would... Garfield and Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that would have been that would have been amazing if they really had gone that route. That would have been amazing. Um, and I would have said Vincent Lindon for Mass uh, for uh, Tatan as well. Um those those are my snubs uh, personally because I feel like all of those guys gave great performances. Um, my pick here, however, is going to Troy Kotzer uh, for Coda. I for being a deaf actor, he had tremendous both comedic and emotional timing in this movie. When you guys see Coda, there's the final scene with him and and his daughter in the movie. Whew, like that alone is why he's nominated <laughs> like that scene alone so for me troy kotzer is is my personal winner however i think it is actually going to go to kieran hines for belfast which i actually would not be upset about <laughs> i love kieran hines in belfast <laughs> i've seen that movie out of these kieran hines that movie made that movie really great for me yeah. i i loved him in that movie i <laughs> yeah, it, like he was the best part of that movie. Yes, I agree. Aaron Hines was the absolute best part of that movie. I, oh, did you see how? Did you see how that Leslie Jones guy butchered Kieran Hines' name? Yeah, but I mean that one's to be expected too. Like, 
honestly, if I if I hadn't heard someone say it, I would have gotten it wrong too, because it looks like Sheeran or like Sieran or something like that. But yeah, it's actually pronounced Kieran. But uh, yeah. And personally, I don't think Kieran Hines has ever won an Oscar. And I think the idea of a guy winning an Oscar at that age would just be amazing. So I'm rooting for him. But in my heart, I really want Troy Kotzer to win this. So that's where I'm at. Brandon, where are you going? I, I can't I can't say anything yet because I've only seen um I've only oh. seen one of these films. Yeah. But you yeah, you said you you were behind Jesse Clemens, but yeah. I was behind Jesse. I, I I'd like to say Jesse Clemens, but I, I need to see all the I need to see all these films before making a like a concise decision. Okay, dope. All right. So supporting actress. This one was actually a bit of a shock for me, but I'm really happy with a lot of these nominees. So we got Jesse Buckley in The Lost Daughter, Ariana DeBose in West Side Story, Judy Dench in Belfast, Kirsten Dunst in Power of the Dog, and Anjanou Ellis for King Richard. Um, this is a very tough category. So Kirsten tough. Dunst, <laughs> Kirsten Dunst finally getting nominated for an Oscar is fantastic. Yes. But um, Judy Dench, great actress. Ariana DeBose, oh my God. Woo, she was woo. great in West Side Story. It, it, this was her breakout role, too. Yeah, she was amazing. <laughs> uh, you didn't even touch on Anjanou Ellis, who brought Anjou, it. I was going to say, Anjanou <laughs> Ellis was great. Brought it. She is so yeah. brought it in, in King Richard. I was like, wow. I did not expect that out of her, man. But um, yeah, this, this one is tough. And I even love Jesse Buckley. I want it. Listen, I'm not the biggest fan of I'm thinking of ending things, but I even wanted her to be nominated for that. Like, I love Jesse Buckley. Like, he's been a super big fan. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Wild Rose. She's incredible in that movie. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Jesse Buckley advocate. But at the same time, man, if Ariana DeBose does not win this, I will fight somebody. Like, like man. Oh, Ariana DeBose should take this hands down, no questions asked. I'm actually going to disagree. What? I I liked Anjanou Ellis better. Personally. Wow. Okay. But See, I, I I love West Side Story. I think more than I like King King Richard. Richard. So, but, but I liked Anjanou Ellis as a supporting metrics. I think her uh, her performance yeah. was tremendous, like yeah. really tremendous. So I would not be surprised if she snuck up and took it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I'm rolling I mean, with it's Ariana. A, it's a stacked list. It's a stacked it's list. Stacked list. And, yeah. and I will say Judy Dench getting in for Belfast was a surprise for me. Me too. I, I really me thought too. I really thought Catriona Balfe would, would have had it. Um, one other snub, I, I'm, I'm calling it a snub, 100%, is Ruth Negga for, for passing. Uh, I thought Ruth Negan was amazing in passing. Like, literally, I even tweeted that 30 minutes into the movie, I was like, why have we not been talking about Ruth Negga as a supporting actress? Like, like winning supporting actress, because she was that good in just 30 minutes in the movie. So not seeing Ruth Negga here is really upsetting, because I think she was amazing, amazing in passing. Um, but right now I'm going with Ariana DeBose, and I would not be upset to see an Anjanou Ellis win either. But uh, yeah, Brandon, where are you going? I'm in a toss up because it would be like Anjanou Ellis, amazing actress, 
But Ariana DeBose for a breakout role like this and getting nominated, I, I feel like she deserves it. Mm-hmm. All right. That's going to be a, a fun category to watch. All right. So that's actor. This one was almost not a shock. <laughs> so we had Javier Bardem for being the Ricardos, Benedict Cumberbatch for the power of the dog, Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom, Will Smith for King Richard, and Denzel Washington for Tragedy of Macbeth. Uh, Zach, I'm curious, where, where does your heart lie here for best actor? Give Andrew a damn Oscar. <laughs> Give yep. Andrew a damn yep. Oscar. Yep. <laughs> if you say anyone else, you're out of your mind. <laughs> like, he became that kid. Like, uh, he, oh, man. Uh, yeah, I... There's no words. Like, I don't understand how you could pick anyone else for best <laughs> actor. I really don't. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, I, I was where you're at, like, right before these nominations came out. I was like, there's no way Andrew Garfield does not win this. Um, I have sadly backtracked on that. And um, only because of what happens later. But um, my my mind, my heart is 100% with Andrew Garfield, but my mind is telling me that Will Smith is winning this award for King Richard. They both deserve it, but I want Andrew Garfield to win the Oscar. I um, wouldn't be mad if Will Smith won it at all. Fantastic job. Mm -hmm. He also became that character. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I would... I want to see Andrew take it though. I would love to see Andrew take this award. Like, like no questions asked. I would love to see it. I just think, and I and and I would, I would love to see Andrew take it. But at the same time, I would feel so bad for Will Smith because because every time Will Smith gives an award-winning performance, literally every time, someone else also gives an award-winning performance in the same year. So like, he 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 did it as Ali, and then at that same year, Denzel Washington did Training Day. Like, like then he, he comes back, he does Pursuit of Happiness. Amazing. But that same year, Forrest Whitaker does Last King in Scotland. So it's just like, come on, man. He can't, he can't win just because every year someone else delivers just a, a slightly more, more their performance. So I would feel bad for Will Smith, but I would love it. I would love it if Andrew Garfield won it. Didn't he win a Best Actor for Concussion, or am I wrong? He was not even nominated for Concussion. Where was not? Where was Concussion nominated? Because I feel like it was nominated somewhere. Uh, not at the Oscars. It received, really? It did not receive any nominations at the Oscars. Um. Yeah. So <laughs> we're all hearts heart set for Andrew Garfield, but mine's my mind is on Will Smith. All right. So then let's go to Best Actress. This was an this is this is a terrible category. I'm sorry. Uh Jessica Chastain for the eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers, Nicole Kidman for being the Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart finally gets an award nomination for Spencer. Um, I have not seen a single one of these movies. <laughs> I've only seen being the Ricardos. Wow. You guys haven't seen Spencer? 
I, uh, it was so hard here to see Brandon. I know you can speak for me. Seeing Spencer here was so hard to get tickets to. Really? It was, it was so difficult. My experience trying to go somewhere to see it, the times were so limited. The times were limited and they only showed it in a certain amount of theaters. Yeah, they only showed like a couple theaters and they only have like one or two time slots a day. And it's like literally like, during the it's like early in the morning when you're working. Yeah, early in the morning, early in the afternoon. It, it was it was just like so hard to see. Spencer, I saw in theaters three times, <laughs> and what? not be, not because I enjoyed it, because I could not understand how people liked this movie. I really couldn't. I was like, maybe there's something I'm missing. Didn't like Nathan that. like this movie? He loved this lo- movie. He loves this movie. Yeah. He 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 was he was literally trying to speak Kristen Stewart for uh, for Spencer into existence. Yeah, and I'm just like, I I could not get it. So I I went back like. I gotta be missing something. I gotta be missing something. I wasn't missing anything. It's a. It's not a great movie. <laughs> like Kristen Stewart's performance is okay. I really don't see the hype behind it. But you know, I personally think she's given better performances. But whatever. I'm happy to see her nominated. And in this bunch, I would not be upset if she won. But I want to see Penelope Cruz take this. <laughs> like, I I know you guys haven't seen any of these. Parallel Mothers is a fantastic movie. It's her eighth collaboration with Pedro on Maldivar. Um, great film. I, I think she did tremendous, tremendously well acted in it. Um, she was the standout in the 355, which we, we me and Zach both enjoyed. <laughs> so I would love to see her take this. But I, I think considering this lineup you're either going to see someone get their second oscar or krista stewart finally gets hers for this which i would be okay with i guess but my heart is rooting for penelope cruz all right so let's go on to best director we have paul thomas anderson for licorice pizza kenneth branagh for belfast jane campion for the power of the dog Ooh, Rish, Rish, Rishuke Hamaguchi for Drive My Car. I'm sure I butchered that. And Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. Brandon, where are you going on this one? I've I've only seen West Side Story so far, but Steven Spielberg is literally my like one of my one of my top five favorite directors. So my mm-hmm. heart wants to go with Steven Spielberg because two of his films are literally on the top five. Yeah. Um, so Zach, where are you at? Probably the same, I'm guessing. <laughs> out of this list, yes. Yeah. <laughs> out of this list, yeah. Yeah. Uh, any any snubs you 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 see? Anybody you wish were here? Where's Sean Watts? John Watts. Ever? Yeah, I agree. Where is John Watts? I don't see, care what see, you see, have okay. to say. Listen, I don't care what you have to say about Marvel movies not deserving Oscars. If you've seen No Way Home, are you kidding me? <laughs> John Watts deserves to be up here. I, I'm. I don't disagree. Um, like I, I'm. 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 No words for that. <laughs> I'm going to toss one out there that I know you guys will disagree with. Where's Julia DeCournau? 
Like who? Julia DeCornell, director of Titan. Um, I I, movie, I I refuse to watch Titan. This movie was a Palm Dior winner. It won at cons. It it's a tremendous film. An absolutely tremendous film. Um, Sorry, I'm I'm not gonna sit down and watch a movie of a lady having an orgy with a car. It's it's a lot more than that, and I I encourage anyone who hasn't seen it to watch it and watch it blindly because you will be surprised. Uh, Julia DeCornell freaking murdered this movie. It was so good, so surprising, such an uh, just ridiculous evisceration of of humanity. I just I I I can't say enough good things about it. Especially with her winning the Palm Dior cons, I just don't know how she didn't make this cut, um, personally. But yeah, I would also throw in Lin Manuel Miranda. Man, this was another one where Lin Manuel de- deserved it for Tick yeah, Tick Boom. Like he deserved at least a nomination. He he one hundred percent deserved a nomination. I mean, come on, like what he did with that movie, especially your first time out. That, that was incredible, man. He just he 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 really killed it, and I'm I'm sorry that he's not here, but. That's that's where I'm at with it. But I would say um, I want to go with you guys with Steven Spielberg. But I think this is Jane Campion's man. I think I think Campion takes it really? for Power of the Dog. I, I'm not super high on that film, but uh, I just don't see any way she doesn't win it. Like, I mean, I right. could see a Spielberg, you know, stunner, but I, I, I think this is Campion's all the way. Um. All right, so we've reached the big boy. Here it is, our final list of the 10 nominees for Best Picture, and they are Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Uh, This is, without a doubt, the worst Best Picture lineup I've seen in years. (laughs) See, okay. Without a doubt. <laughs> I'm surprised Nightmare Alley is on that list. It should not be. It should not be. It was it was an it was an interesting film. Like I'm really I'm still conflicted on how I feel about that movie, but I'm just surprised it made it on here. I I'd like for West Side Story, King Richard, Dune, um, hell, drive my car, even though I haven't seen that yet. I, I'm really excited to watch it because I love I love films like that. Um and I guess I hear Belfast is really good. I've seen half of these. I've seen West Side Story, Nightmare Alley, King Richard, Dune, and um, Power of the Nap, partially. Mm-hmm. Power of the Nap, partially, yeah. I feel like I've seen, I thought I saw half of these. I guess not. I've seen four of the ten. I've seen Belfast, Dune, King Richard and West Side Story. Yeah, I've seen four of ten too. Um, surprisingly, the only one I've yet to see all the way is, is Drive My Car. That's the only one I've I've yet to see. Um, I've seen every I've seen pretty much everything else. Um, this the, yeah, like I said, this is the worst lineup I've I've seen. Tick right. Tick Boom was so snubbed. Tick Tick Boom not being here is. Whew, I'm gonna try I'm, not to, I'm actually I'm, mad. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, mad. Yeah, I'm gonna try not to cuss. Uh that this 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 is BS, like like flat out BS. I don't know how the hell tick tick boom missed here. I don't know how the hell you put Nightmare Alley, Don't Look Up, and Licorice Pizza on here. 
but you don't put tick tick boom. Like uh, also, can we talk about No Way Home, No Time to Die not being on this list? You know, I said this, I said this earlier. Uh, I think I tweeted this. I said, you know, we're 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 in a year that had Tick Tick Boom, Mass, Tatan, uh Come on, come on, Last Duel, No Way Home, No Time to Die. Oh, last uh, dude, last duel. Yeah, I'm like, we, th- this year had all of that, and yet we we are gonna end up with Don't Look Up and Nightmare Alley and Licorice Pizza. I would have been happy picture. to see. I'm so Last Duel didn't get any nominations. No, Last Duel deserved a lot of nominations. They last Duel, French Dispatch, like. You know, like there were so many good movies. Adam Driver's year. performance in Last Duel. Incredible. Oh Incredible. my gosh. Like Matt Damon's even. I've, Matt Matt Damon, I've, Ben Affleck. Like they were everybody yeah. was great in that movie. Um, it was just, yeah, I'm like the 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 all of that being said, tick tick boom not being here is the biggest egregious. It's the worst choice. It's literally the worst choice. Because, like, at this point, I really don't even care. Like, like you have three nominees that I, I, like, honestly should not be here. And out of the rest, maybe two that I actually care about, like, actually like. And of those two, I don't really see as the best picture. Like, so, like, yeah, Tick, Tick, Boom not being here is, to me, is, like, you, you actually have the best film. And yet you didn't nominate it. And then there were 20 other films that were better than pretty much everything you have here. And they're not nominated. So at this point, I'm rooting for Drive My Car. <laughs> like having not seen it, I, I can only assume it's probably the best out of everything. So I, 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 I'm dreading a three hour runtime I have before me, but I'm really excited to watch Drive My Car. Yeah, that like at this point, that's the only one that I think even remotely sounds like a good film yeah. <laughs> yeah see see i i'm glad parasite took took the win a couple of years ago because it entire like a 100 deserved it like an old friend of mine um wish things got ended better between us but um he didn't he he was pulling for marriage story i was i was i, I would have been fine I, I love marriage story i would have been fine with that winning but Parasite is just on a whole different level, and I'm so excited to show Zach it eventually. So I was texting oh, yeah. him about it the other day because we need to watch that when you're here. By the way, oh okay, uh, hell yeah, <laughs> Parasite is such a good movie, such a good movie. And I'm like, and you make a good point. Like Parasite, because it's when really opened the door to more foreign films being nominated for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Now you know what I'm saying. I think, and and I shouldn't just give that credit to to Parasite, also Roma. The year before also did that but like now i'm thinking drive my car actually stands a shot at, at winning like you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying it being nominated is great but i think it actually stands a shot at winning because it's that good of a film at least i hope so and considering this lineup it's the only thing that looks even remotely good yeah like, like that like oh what about dan I could see Dune winning, but at the same time, I would be, I would be, King, I, would, I, mean, I, I mean, King Richard. Eh. <laughs> see, I, I, end of the, for me, for me, end of the day, um, Dune 
is for me it's half of a it's half it's of half a, a movie it's, it's half a story yeah like i i really enjoyed doom but it's still at the end of the day half a story i'd love for west side story dune not dune o- only west reason, I'd, I'd only love reason for i wouldn't side... root for west side is because it already won like the 1961 film i mean true oh, I, I, I mean but i mean it's a different take on it even though it's literally the same exact thing yeah it's different. It's a different lineup of actors and all that. It would just so. suck. It would just suck that, like, what, sixty years later, the same movie wins. That would That'd be funny. Yeah, I guess. See, but but I I'd be fine with Drive My Car, King Richard, or West Side Story winning. I would also like. I would not be mad at a Coda win either, but that's it. <laughs> like everything else to me, not, nothing belongs here over Tick Tick Boom. I know you guys don't like Belfast. I haven't I seen Belfast. Personally. I, I, I didn't care for Belfast. I mean, like, yeah. I, whatever. <laughs> like, like at, honestly, at this point, because you don't have the actual best film on this list, I do not care what wins. <laughs> I don't care. I'm like, it, you could give it to any one of them at this point. It would not matter to me because the best film is actually not here. So that's the only thing for me. But yeah, sure. Dune, Drive My Car, King Richard, even Coda. I would love to see either one of those win. Even the West Side Story. If, if, if that becomes the narrative 60 plus years later and it takes it, fine. I would be okay with that too. But yeah, that's where I'm at. Did you was it, uh, you saw Licorice Pizza, right? I did. Did you feel like it was worthy of any Oscars? I only saw the. I'm gonna watch it now because it's been nominated. I didn't like the previews I saw for it. I know not everyone watches previews. I remember. I, I remember when I watched the trailer. I, I immediately I identified it the second I watched the trailer. I said, "That looks like a movie that is absolutely not going to appeal to me." I was like, I'm sure it will appeal to other people, but it looks like a movie that absolutely will not appeal to me. And then I watched it and it absolutely did not appeal to me. It was it was such a chore to watch. And it was just it's not a good film to me. To me, like it's a movie where things happen. It's a where things happen kind of film and things just happening. is not. To me, it's not a good story, Um, you know. Part, part, part of it is me being, you know, learning screenwriting and being told constantly, like, oh, your plot has to move forward, you need characters to do this and that, you know, you got to follow a certain structure. And then to see a movie like that, where none of that is followed, and then on top of it, done for no good reason, it just irritates the hell out of me. So, like, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of that film. Like, as much as I like Paul Thomas Anderson, I'm not a fan of that film. But, uh, I personally would not have nominated it for any Oscars. Like to me, it would be it would be on the outside looking at. But uh, here it is. <laughs> we just need Bong Joon Ho back to just direct another incredible film. I'm, I, I hope he uh, he's doing a new one coming up soon. I don't think it'll be nominated for anything. But I just want him to release another banger. I would love that. There may be a few years off before we see that. But all right. Those are our early predictions. We will be doing our final predictions as we get closer 
to the big show. We are going to get on up out of here, though, guys. Uh, Brandon, let everybody know where they can find you. You guys can find me at F-A-N-T-A-S-M-I-C-Ears over on Letterboxd. Check me out over there. I'm going to be doing a lot of uh, watching of these Oscar films. So if you want to check me out over there, see what I re what's the word? review or rate some of these films. So uh, check me out. And thank you guys again for listening. Zach, let everybody know where they can find you, sir. You guys can find me on Twitter at Zach Sneath. That is Z-A-C-H. Uh, S N is a Nancy E A T H. Um, you can find me there on Twitter, um, or you can find me on Letterbox at Z Sneaks. That is Z Sneaks, and you can find me over there on Letterbox. All right, guys, and my name is Phoenix Cloud, and you can find me on Twitter at IMHOReviews1. That's the number one, and on Letterbox under PA Clouden. And as always, please follow the show on Instagram and on Twitter at Film Pod, and we will see you guys next week. We are out of here. Peace.